Attention listeners, the Mfab podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. This week on the Mfab podcast, we watch 2004's Friday Night Lights. So if y'all want to win, put Booby in. <laughs> and enjoy the show. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the What's movies. What's up everybody? <laughs> to the movies for me to be podcast, <laughs> better known as the Mfab podcast. I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And thank you once again for joining us. If this is your first time, welcome. We uh, picked a good one today, I think. If this is your first time, go back and listen to the rest of our catalog, you asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Who jumps in, you know, the last, the most recent one? I mean, episode 57. For us? Yeah. I swear. It's 57th yeah. of our regular episode, but then all yeah. the bonus episodes, we got like 70 or 80 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So go listen to them. There's tons. But today, it's an A week. So it's my pick for A episode. A week. And I chose a uh, little spoiler alert here. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, we chose 2004's Friday Night Lights. It is directed by Peter Berg. Stars Billy Bob Thornton, Jay Hernandez, Derek Luke, Lucas Black, and Garrett Hedlund, and a bunch of other people we'll mention when we get there. Um, this is based on a true story, too. I think this is the first movie we've done that's based on a true story, if I know nope. correctly. No. Nope. Um, Into the Wild. That is true. Good call. Good call. Yeah. I was this whole time I'm thinking, oh, it's the first time you did a true story. Nope. Yeah, no, it's not that special. (laughs) Damn it. Oh. Um, It's also based on a book uh, titled Friday Night Lights, A Town, A Team, A Dream by Buzz Bissinger for anybody who cares. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Gavin, did you know anything about this before we went in? I I knew absolutely fucking nothing, but before I watched it, right before I watched it, I read the synopsis yep. and I found out there's a character named Booby. <laughs> yep. So that made, it made watching this entire movie completely 100% worth it just because of the name Booby. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I remember, I think I made the, made you buy this years ago during uh, before we took our big hiatus. So it's been collecting dust. Oh, finally, yeah. glad it's you got been to on dust the stack for a while. Man. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's hop into it here. Um, first things first, I just have to give a huge credit so I don't keep bringing it up during the episode. I love the score to this film. This is probably one of the reasons why I enjoy really? this movie so much. I love this score. Uh, it's Holy shit. Okay. Primarily done by a band, uh, an instrumental band called Explosions in the Sky. They did like 90% of it. And there's a couple other... Um, songs mixed in there by other artists but i just think it just captures the the somberness of west texas and and just beautifully just i love it oh, okay okay i i i might weigh in a little differently on those scales but uh okay that's fair that's fair we'll we'll get there when we get there i guess all right so <clears throat> the opening scene here we're just kind of getting shots uh of this town in West Texas. Um, we're listening to a radio show. Um, then we see one of the main characters, Mike, Mike Winchell, he's having breakfast with his mom. 
um, studying playbooks. She's running plays with him. Yep. He's you know, you could this. Yeah, this fucking movie just screams small town right from like yep. the opening shots. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting those fucking vast fields of like fucking what do we got? Oil pumps in the ground, yep. like all over and surrounded by nothingness. And then, you know, you go into like these little the lighting was one thing that was decent with this movie because it definitely gave you that grainy, almost yellowish feel to it. Yep. When and scenes like this. Yeah. Yeah, it did it like I agree with you. It does a good job of capturing that small town, West Texas, middle of nowhere, you know, feel as we're kind of learning about what's going, what goes on in this city. Um, we see the other main character, Booby. <laughs> Booby. <laughs> uh, Seriously, Booby. I laughed every time I fucking heard his goddamn name. And that's a lot of fucking times. Oh, yes, it's a lot. Uh, Booby Miles. His real name is James, but everybody calls him <laughs> Booby. Um, we see him running, working out. Uh, we see this stadium and it is like it's i don't want to call it a mecca but it's just like how would you describe the stadium like in the middle of nowhere there's this immaculate football shrine basically well is that the giant school. silver boob the i don't know you're talking no this oh, maybe that was not a, that's a fucking dome later on never mind oh the astrodome yeah we'll get to that later yeah <laughs> It looks like a boob. No, we see this. <laughs> we see the stadium where this high school team plays at, and you, you kind of instantly get to understand how big and important high school football is to this town. Um, yeah, well, you could tell that just by like the radio comments and yes. shit. Yep, the fact that they have a like, radio when the show town is that invested. Yeah, when they're that invested in, you know, the fucking coach of the high school football team and how much he's making, like. Yep. Yeah, you got nothing else going on. Yeah, it is It is literally a way of life down there in, in West Texas. So, um, And then we meet a couple of the other main characters. Ivory, who they call Christian. Um, Brian Chavez, who goes by Chavo. Don Billingsley. Uh, Mike and Booby, they all arrive for basically the first day. <laughs> first day of tryouts. Booby. If you're at home, please keep, <laughs> keep a count of how many times Gavin giggles when I say Booby. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have in my notes, uh, kids meeting up, booby, and then something else, and then right after that, booby. <laughs> I wrote down booby like thirty times in my notes. Well, he's a very integral part of the story, so we will be mentioning him a lot. So if you're laughing at home too, fair, that's fair. Um, team's getting dressed. Uh, Booby's giving shit to his backup backup uh chris comer is this guy's name he's giving him shit about his shoes you kind of instantly get the uh boobies and very egotistical very egotistical and he fucking talks in the third person which is really fucking annoying yep (laughs) he he literally just giving him shit about his shoes he said god made booby beautiful god made black (sighs) beautiful that's why i wear black nikes and because he's got on white Adidas. So uh, then we see Billy Bob Thornton, who's the coach, Gary Gaines. He's watching some film, getting ready. Uh, and then we go out to the first practice. It's kind of a montage type deal, though. There's a lot of that in this movie, montages. Yeah. I mean, it's for a two hour movie, you got to shrink down a whole football season into two hours. You're going to have to squeeze in some montages there, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I mean, I'll point it out later, maybe in my review, but okay. Yeah, I'll get to that. All right. So at this first practice, we kind of see more of how big a deal. Like there's news crews, they're interviewing fans. Everybody on the team gets interviewed. There's scouts there um, watching mainly Booby because he's primarily one of the best players in Texas. Like scouts from every major college are there to watch him. Yeah, I literally wrote down all this fucking bullshit for state. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, for fucking state. That's that's nothing. The win state. Like, uh, it's a big deal in Texas. It's a big, big deal. Uh, yeah, I guess so. We meet Booby's uncle, LV, who's kind of, uh, he's his guardian. We don't, we don't learn too much about that. But LV is the one who is kind of like his parent figure. And just shit, shit that goes down during this practice. Booby gets into it with Don because Donnie's getting sick of Booby running his mouth all the damn time. Um, we also see Donnie has a case of fumbleitis, can't hold on to the ball. And we also see his dad is a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I wrote down his dude's dad is a dick. I'm glad you got the names on all of them because I, I, I caught a few of them, but I didn't get all of them. Obviously, I got Booby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I recognize that right off the fucking bat. I was like, Booby, I'm gonna, they're going to be laughing at this all day. But then I got Winchell, Colmer, and Chavo. Uh, Chavez. Chavez. They call him Chavo. Yeah. The Mexican looking yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ivory's the big, tall, quiet black <clears throat> dude. His name's Ivory. They call him Christian, too. Christian. Okay. Yep. Um, do you know who played Donnie's dad? Do you know who uh, he was? I could not tell you who he was that was country music superstar tim mcgraw tim mcgraw's a fucking douche yeah deserves uh, to be beaten in a fucking field with crowbars yeah. that's uh one of the underlying curb stories. stomp his ass and leave him for fucking dead that guy was a piece of shit he's a very <laughs> that's how i picture tim mcgraw is <laughs> he uh he was a former great football player there and he's you know pissed that his son can't hold on to the ball he's Probably got a drinking problem, is what we've seen in other scenes. So their relationship's a little rocky. Uh, I mean, it seemed like the whole fucking town in this movie had a fucking championship ring, though. Yeah, it it does. Because uh, after practice, uh, well, while they're at this practice, we the reporters, you know, setting, asking them questions, and then coach Coach Gaines gives them a speech um, about saying how we will win state. That's the ultimate goal. There is no second place we will win. Like, and then can you be perfect? Yes, and can you be perfect? So after practice, we have boys' night out. They go to the local, what you want to call it, drive-in. Uh, yeah, I totally call it redneck drive-in. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're local celebrities. They they literally are celebrities. Oh yeah. The, the one guy comes up with. Uh, to Mike and wants him to take a picture with his baby. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I also have written down good old Texas misogyny. Did you hear him snapping at his wife when she couldn't get the camera out of the purse? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> the funniest line in that whole scene, though, is like, isn't that kid 35? Yeah. <laughs> One guy pulls up. He's like, Billingsley, party at Terrace House now. Let's go, Billingsley. Dude, isn't that girl like 35? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that kid 35 oh, is what they said i cracked up and i fucking heard that um so yeah after they get dinner they go to this big party um big house party 
meanwhile, coach is having dinner uh, with, uh, I guess, school board presidents. We never really get to know who they are, but basically members that can people that control his job. Basically, he's having a dinner with them. All I know is one of the dudes in there looks like fucking Pedro Pascal old. Yeah. 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 And I literally wrote that down. <laughs> I had to go to IMDb to make sure that wasn't him in it. I was like, yeah. did he put on like a bunch of makeup and fucking that totally looks like fucking Pedro yeah. Pascal. Good call. Um, did you catch the hard R? Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. I, I even wrote that down. Uh, that big N word ain't going to break. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, gives you an eye. There's still a little bit of racism going on in West Texas. By the yeah. way, uh, I don't have this to mention is it. Eighty-eight. Yep, so nineteen eighty-eight. I mean. Yep. They're at this party. Mike gets laid. So good for him. Yeah, he no, he fucks for pride. Yeah, <laughs> because she literally like negged him into fucking. Yeah. Are you and... gay? No. <laughs> Can you prove it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell he didn't want to fuck her though. But then he was like, okay, I'm going to fuck you because you're calling me gay. Well, yeah, because he literally said, everybody knows who you are. As in, you're the fucking school slut, probably. Yeah, more than likely. So, uh, Don is also working on getting late. He brings a chick home. Oh, my Uh, God. That scene was fucked up. Yeah, it was because they are getting busy on the couch and Don's dad comes in, just sits there and watches him for a second. Yeah. And you can tell he's drunk. I think he, I, I think he was honestly waiting for an invite. Yeah. So you all need a third. Well, he literally, he literally says, boy, you have grown up to the, to the chick who's still yeah. probably underage, which is, oh, bad. certainly probably fucking 16, 17 tops. Yep. And, uh, he proceeds to berate Don about why he can't hang on to the football, literally tapes a football to his hands and tries to beat it out of him. Just literally cock blocks the shit out of him. It's yeah. mm-hmm. what a fucking uh, dude. Yeah, that was it was that was kind of a hard scene to watch. Is you know they're really hitting home on how rocky that relationship is. So the next morning, Donnie and Chavo are getting breakfast, and again, you can see this town loves football because one of the cops pulls up and literally says, "You boys, all right? Okay, you gonna win state? Yes, sir." <laughs> Yes, yeah. sir. And he's he has a championship ring. Yeah, right? that's the yeah. first. He pulls up, and you see his hand on the wheel with the championship fucking yeah. ring. It's like, oh man, this whole town's filled with like washed up fucking. You know, yeah. My greatest day was fucking high school football. Yep, and they never left. They're still there. <laughs> so. That's literally where I wrote down in my notes. I would have killed myself living here. Oh, I mean, hundred percent. I, I, I would that, not be alive today. I think we ragged on Texas enough in the. uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre episodes. So. No, no, I don't think so. No. We can rag on whoever we want, whenever we want. Okay. We get ragged on all the time. We're the fucking beer swilling, fucking cheese eating fat fucks over here. That's true. That is true. If you don't like us ragging on uh, you, don't listen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was classy. Classy. I know. Scott's <laughs> um, a pride. Yeah. So we cut over to the team at their. Uh, lift lift and weight session boobies going over all the offers he's getting from schools uh, usc florida ucla texas you you name the school he's got an offer from he's yeah. that fucking good um, but he doesn't lift no and he also does a horrible cosby impression yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> i was not impressed with that 
Yeah. No. Not good. I actually wrote down at this point, Booby's a bitch. <laughs> All right. So after the uh, lift session here, we just kind of get another school montage. Which, God, now that you've brought that up, I have realized there is a lot of fucking montages. <laughs> oh, dude, there's so many fucking montages. I I literally compared it to an MTV-like fucking-esque movie, like yeah. done by MTV. Was it done by MTV? I'm not, uh, not sure offhand. I'll have to look more into that. There's a good chance it might have been. I did write down at this point, though, that the cinematography was nice. Yeah. It's uh, one of the reasons I like it. They, they Beautiful shots. Beautiful shots. Uh, they go through school. We kind of see Donnie's like a ladies, ladies man. He all the chicks want him. Um, Coach Gaines just gets bombarded with the press. You know, all these people bringing him yeah, their ideas and opinions for him. People care way too much about this. this yeah, like this way too fucking much. There's so much more to life than high school football. Yep. We see Mike getting a meeting with a recruiter, which, uh, it's like the only college that seems to be interested in him. He has a little meeting at night with his mom. His mom's like, are, oh, are, yeah. are, are you offering? Because we'll sign right now if you're offering. And yeah, he'll sign right away. Um, you're starting it's to like, see. It's not your, none of your fucking business. <laughs> you're starting to see, though, that Mike has got a lot of pressure on him. Um, you'll see that a lot more as the film goes on. Um, he is, he's the quarterback, so you know he's pretty much the one that controls the team outside of the coach, but. Uh, Coach Gaines then goes and has dinner with Booby and LV. Um, <laughs> basically saying, you know, everything everything you, you get, you deserve. You it's... worked hard for it. <laughs> Which I find funny because if, did not five minutes ago we see him not lift. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you work real hard. Yeah, okay. So. This is all natural is what he said. <laughs> yep, this is God-given. You just right. got to show up. Our next scene is game day. Game night. Kick off the season, baby. And basically, a, a you know, a long montage of the game, kind of. Um, but it's basically the booby show. Oh, another montage? Yeah. It's basically the booby show. Uh, yeah, I literally wrote down booby killing it. Yeah. He's, he's the running back, one of the running backs. He kicks ass, dominates. So they dominate all <laughs> over. Um, late in the game. Well, he's not. He's not just running back. I mean, he's also like pulling off fucking passes oh, and yep. I mean, he's doing everything. He can throw. He wants to kick the extra point one time because he can. Yeah. He's that skilled. Yeah, he's uh, literally carrying the team. Yep. Uh, they're up like 42 to 7 late in the game. So they say, Comer, the backup, backup, get in there. He goes to run on field, doesn't have his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he hasn't played much. Yep. Yeah. As he's trying to find his helmet, they're like, they need somebody in there. So they fucking say, Booby, get back in there. See, I kind of think Booby fucking hit his helmet just to be a bitch. I wondered that too. I wondered because they too. never showed it or they never alluded to it, but it kind of seemed like he knew he was going back in right away. Yep. So Booby goes back in and uh oh. Fucks his shit up. Booby gets hurt. I literally and wrote Booby fucked up. LOL. This is not good. It gets very quiet. You literally could hear a pin drop in that stadium as Booby's, you know, writhing in pain. Um, after the game, coach is in the office with the trainer. 
he's like, yeah, I felt the I felt the tear right in his knee. So Gaines goes and tells the team, eh, it's just a sprain. He'll be all right. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. He'll be back next week. And then we get to hear the insane radio callers the next day. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> he's a stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Just goes to show, like, they don't know the situation. So, uh, uh, even as a football fan, I bitch and moan about my teams too, but you never know the full situation. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Booby goes to get a doctor's opinion. He tells him to go get an MRI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. When will it not be funny? <laughs> never. Um, <laughs> uh, he tells him to go get an MRI in Midland, which is uh, another town. Uh, so game two, um, I still don't understand this, by the way. The the town that the school is from is, is Odessa Permian. That's the high school. They're the Permian Panthers. But they go by the nickname Mojo. Everybody yeah, I, I didn't catch that either. That oh. was weird. Yep. It's probably in the book yeah. somewhere why they're called Mojo. So, yeah. When they refer to the team, they're like the Mojo, Mojo football, or Mojo first down. Yeah, really weird. Fucking weird. Um, so game two without Booby, they get blown the fuck out. <laughs> Shut up, just keep going. Yeah, yeah, so, forty nine to six, right? Yeah, they get crushed. Fucking by, hammered. Uh, yeah, forget who the fuck beat them. Anyways, um, LV and Booby are just trying to stay positive. They uh. They lie to Coach Gaines, basically saying, you know, my knee's fine, Coach. My knee's fine. He just needs to go get that MRI done. Um, we cut over to a scene. Uh, it wouldn't be Texas if there wasn't shooting guns. Of fucking course not. Yeah. Right before this, I had written down there was some very jumpy cam work, which was kind yeah. of hard to follow. But yeah. moving on to the skeet shooting, and I literally wrote down after this, sad. Just the word sad. Yeah. It's, it's I think that was just my assessment of everything happening. Yeah. This is in the, the small town. Yeah. This is literally everything they care about has kind of just been rocked to its core by one injury to one person. You know, uh, Mike, Mike, Don and Chavo are shooting guns talking about what the fuck are we going to do now? You know, without booby, we ain't yeah. shit. So they, uh, they need to regroup. Because they're, they're just lost at this point. And Mike is under so much fucking pressure. And for game three, they're still struggling. Until Comer finally gets in and gets his head out of his ass. Has his helmet this time. Oh, yeah. And he kind of sparks a big comeback. Yeah, like a huge comeback. For some reason, I wrote down... Okay, maybe this is just me. Billy Bob Thornton could totally play an elf. Hmm. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's something with his eyes, but it's very elf-like features on his face. Yeah. If he were in a fantasy movie, he could yeah. totally play a fucking elf. I could see that. His 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 head kind of it comes to a point kind of at his Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it I, for some reason, the scene, it was a close-up of his face when he was talking to him about, like, you know, maybe you need to leave your mom or whatever. Yeah. And fucking, I was like, yeah, he could totally play an elf. Yeah. 
I can see That's that. what I gathered from that scene. <laughs> I can see that. Maybe he did. Maybe he auditioned for Lord of the Rings and they were like, you know, I don't think there's many Texan elves back in yeah. Middle Earth. <laughs> do, you, do you imagine that? <laughs> Hearing a fucking Texan accent in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> God damn it, Frodo, what the fuck are you doing over there? Give me that ring. <laughs> you need to get your head out of your ass. Put that ring in that Mount Doom, damn it. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah. Comer Sparks has come back. He's hot shit now. He's kind of like the new booby at school. Um, and Mojo, the Panthers, they're rolling. They're on a winning streak. Everything's going good. There's a straight up Mojo win montage right now. Yep. Uh, Booby's recovering and kind of doing some sort of damage control with all the college offers. Basically, people are calling like, hey, what's going on with your knee? And he's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's just, you know, keep me out for precautions. I'll be ready to go. Whatever. Um, he goes to get the MRI in Midland. Um, now Midland, rival know, team, big big rival to them. Um, so at as he gets the MRI, the doctor there tells him, "Yeah, you've got a pretty significant tear in your ACL. Like, you know, as a football player, you can you can walk on a torn ACL. It's just when you have to cut and make you know running back moves that yeah. have it there. When you have to do your job as a football player, you're not going to be able to do that. Yeah." And Booby's just like, no, you're from Midland. You're against me. You know, who's paying you? And he freaks the fuck out in the doctor's office. Um, he's got to be like restrained and hauled out of there. It's yeah. He just doesn't want to hear it. So the next game is Permian versus Midland. And it's literally come down to either you win or if you lose, you go to a three-way coin toss to get into the playoffs. Yeah, which I've, I've never seen that before. That's that's how it's done in Texas, baby. <laughs> Apparently. <Point house. laughs> uh, and guess what? For this game, Booby's back. Well, he dresses for the game. They dress and they kind of lied to Coach Gaines and said, hey, the doctor said he's fine. Which that shit would not fly today. <laughs> so um, they have their struggles. Coach Gaines is, you know, pretty hesitant to put Booby in there. Um, Booby's on the sidelines hollering at him. Y'all want to win? Put Booby in. <laughs> um, late in the game, it's real close. They they need a spark. So he finally tells him, Booby, get in. Um, but he should not be playing. <laughs> he can't. He can't run. He can't 100% cut. not. Yeah. Second play he's in there, he takes a hit and hurts his knee even more. I, I, all I wrote down for that was booby in, booby out. Yep, pretty <laughs> much. At least side by side. Pretty much. So even with him and being This is where I wrote of, down quick cut MTV movie question mark. <laughs> it, it very might well be. I'm, I'll, I will look at that later. Uh, but yeah, against all the odds, Mike was leading a furious final drive that, you know, Driving them down the field. All they need is a touchdown, the win. And as time expires, he throws a pass to the end zone just out of reach of his receiver. So they lose, and they have to go meet up with these three, two other coaches for a coin toss to determine who goes to the playoffs. No. Uh, Why did I write down uh, Winchell's dad was a straight cunt at this point? Winchell's dad. You I mean, so. oh, Donnie's dead. We never, we don't see you. This is when they're driving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yep. Um, this is when he kicks out the back windows of the car. 
Oh yeah, throws his ring out the window and all that shit. Yeah, he's like straight fucking asshole, dude. Like my daddy used to beat me with a bullwhip until I got a sick feeling in my stomach, and that's the feeling I get when I watch you play football. It's like fuck you, dude. Yep, and he's <laughs> the most unsupportive piece of shit in the world. And he throws his championship ring out the window, Donnie which I don't know why fucking Donnie went back for it. And right? It's like fuck it, leave it. Yep. Fuck that guy. Yep. Don goes back for it. Um. Coach Gaines and Mike go to this truck stop in an undisclosed location. I love how secretive this coin toss is. For a fucking high school football game. It's insane. Like, oh, like we're here at a truck stop, an undisclosed location in Texas. Well, there's probably hundreds of those, so you could probably say what it is. But nobody's going to come, you know, I don't think unless it's famous. I don't think ESPN is like gonna bust down the doors of this truck stop <laughs> to cover this coin toss, but so it's Mojo, Midland, and Cooper. They're the three three teams. So it's basically best, you know, two out of three, odd man out. So they flip the coins and there's controversy because they all three land heads until mm-hmm. somebody's like, wait a minute, your coin's pretty worn. Does that look like tails to you? The guy picks it up, and what he thought was heads was tails. So, and yeah, that was well. that was Cooper's coin. So Midland and Mojo make the playoffs. But we get a look at basically the prize for making the playoffs, who you would eventually face in the championship game, and that is a school called Dallas Carter, which I will have a lot of fun facts about them in at the end of this episode. And uh, basically, they make them look like. Uh, if the Monstars were a football team, remember the Monstars from Space Jam? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> they, basically... <laughs> it, it, they make them look like if one team was, you know, a high school football team and the other team was just a group of make wish kids. Yep. Pretty much. Just getting yeah. fucking wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. The uh, next morning, Donnie's fucking doing dip, you know. That's a, that's a Texas breakfast right there. That and that's a stereotype, and I don't appreciate that. Our fans in Texas, please don't take Aaron's like oh shut the bullshit fuck up. fucking shut the fuck up asshole comments as <laughs> the word of FF podcast because we do not play this shit. Oh, don't even you not even twenty minutes ago is so we can rag on Texas all we want, <laughs> fucker uh, booby. Uh, <laughs> His dad comes into the kitchen and starts talking and somewhat tries to like somewhat be decent to him. Like basically yeah. say like, you know, it's nothing. It's hard. This life is hard. I'm just trying to make you see that blah, 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 blah. And Donnie fucking leaves the ring. He did find the ring as he leaves. He gives yeah. it back to him. So it's a, it's a very quick shot. Booby kind of gets a stark reality of what his future might be now that his knees fucked up. He kind of just... Watches a trash man do his job. You almost wonder, like, is that my future now? Um, Wow, you really played into that scene. It was like a two-second scene of him looking at a trash guy, and that was it. But you kind of, you kind of got that feeling, like that's what he saw his in his future now. Like he he does not, he doesn't see the NFL in his future. He kind of sees like, is that all I can do now? Um, Maybe I can do trash work. Because as the scene goes on, he goes to pack up his locker. It's kind of sad. The rest of the team's just like, damn, like, this is it. You know, no more booby. And 
he uh, kind of passes the torch to Comer, um, uh, gives Donnie his locker tag or whatever, and then uh, he gets in the car. And this this scene like really gets you because he just breaks the fuck down with his uncle. Yeah, that was a sad scene. Yeah, just bawling like I don't know, I don't know nothing about how to play football. What are we gonna do now, Uncle? Like I don't know what to do. And like man, like their world just crumbled. But uh. It's playoff time. So, what do we get? Another montage. <laughs> That's, dude. Yeah, I think I wrote down bracket mashup. I just, it's it's just a montage. You got to edit in the fucking uh, basketball. You're going to need a montage. A montage. <laughs> <laughs> was that from basketball? Or was that, that was from just a South Park episode, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, I th- think i want to say it was either team america or an episode yeah, of south team park america that's what it is team america yeah yep yeah all right so yeah we just kind of see mojo rolling through their side of the bracket and dallas carter rolling through their side eventually leading to them meeting up in the championship the uh, coaches from carter fly out to meet with the mojo coaches and they need to figure out a venue um, and again, the like racism factor comes in here because Carter's predominantly black. Yeah. And Odessa's kind of mostly white, kind of mixed, but mostly white. And they settle on a site for the championship, the Astrodome in Houston. Which looks like a giant boob. <laughs> it at one time was like the biggest stadium in the world. Which biggest boob in the world? <laughs> it's fucking dwarf now. I don't even know if it still stands, but uh, um, Coach Gaines kind of gets feels a lot of pressure now because um, the school board heads kind of tell him like, "Well, go win the game," and we don't just, just win. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to think think about what happens if you lose. So basically, they're telling him if you lose, you're going to be fired. Um, so they head to state. Uh, they're loading up the buses. Booby joins them. Says, you got one more room for me? Absolutely. Booby rides with the team. Uh, it's game time, baby. I have written down, Carter looks tough and black. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it- I've written down fucking uh, filled Astrodome, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. Yeah. The- <laughs> for a fucking high school state football game. Yeah. The Astrodome is fucking filled. There was at least in the stands, I'm at least I, I don't know how much that place holds, but I'm guessing it's somewhere in the 50, 60, 70,000. I want to roughly say 75,000, but that might be on the low end. So, yeah, that's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. And there were, there was no empty seats. Nope. Not so they all. paid for extras to be, in, you know, all those fucking seats. Yep. Well, for a fucking high school football game. Yeah. But I, I say that, like, Carter looks tough and black. They literally have show, like, Mojo coming out onto the field, and it's rah, rah, yeah, go team, woo-woo. And then Carter comes out to literally public enemy music, and they're all just like, yeah, what, what, yeah. And, yeah, that's literally how they played it <laughs> off as. <laughs> so, yeah, game kicks off. Mojo gets the ball first, and they get a wake-up call immediately. They try to return the kick get stopped instantly and first play Winchell gets sacked in the end zone for his safety. So 
Yeah. That was fucking brutal. First fucking play. Yep. It's pretty much. Uh, Why did he try to run it out? Should just fucking. To make a statement that they weren't scared, but Carter wasn't having none of that. So. Yeah. They dominate right from the get go. Uh, Mojo's vastly outmatched. And Carter's pretty fucking dirty, too, as we'll see coming up. As they're, they're getting killed. Coming into halftime, Ivory kind of gives them life. He intercepts a pass, brings it down. A couple plays later, Mike scrambles in for a TD, and then his helmet gets ripped off as he kind of lunges for the end zone, and one of the Carter players kicks his helmet into his chin. (laughs) Into his fucking face. Mm -hmm. I love that shit. It's like, fuck you. So it's 26-7 to at halftime. At halftime, you know, the halftime speech is in the locker room. Okay, okay. Before we get there, I just want to write down everything you just said. Mm-hmm. I literally have two notes. Chavez gets fucked up a lot. Yep. <laughs> and rape. Those are the only two fucking notes <laughs> yeah. I wrote down for that entire first half. Yeah. Carter beats the shit out of him, basically. Yeah. Um, Ivory, Christian, uh, he's been pretty much the quiet, you know imposing quiet figure this whole time and at halftime he gets fired the fuck up you know calls out his team like y'all playing like a bunch of babies out there you don't think they bleed like we do you don't think they sweat like we do blah 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 blah. and then coach Gaines comes in and gives an amazing to me halftime speech i love this halftime speech um it's goes so much more than just beyond football he you know he tells them uh, you know, I want you to look at everybody in this room and put each other in your hearts forever. And he says, my, my heart is full. My heart is full. And he tells him about being perfect. And he's like, being perfect isn't about the scoreboard. It's about you can look your brother in the eye and, and tell him, like, you did everything you could. And then tells him, like, I want you to picture, think about Booby, how he would die to be out there with you tonight. You know, and uh, it's... I'm choking up just thinking about it. Like that scene gets me. It's it's, it's yeah. This speech. is horrible watching you tear up. <laughs> Sorry, talking about this it. Movie, this movie gets to me, man. All right, so all right, second half. Let's go. Uh, another just vicious football montage. That's what I have written down. Because it's literally yeah. It's like CTE hit after CTE hit after CTE. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel bad for like the actors that just had to get hit over and over. Yeah. Like, All right. Six o'clock. Pick yeah. seventeen. <laughs> just <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, as we, it's pretty much a deadlock going into the fourth quarter. It's twenty six fourteen, which we never get to see Mojo's second touchdown. So it was twenty six seven and a half, and then it's twenty. Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So. Um, huh. At this point, Carter gets a big hand from the refs. Uh, there's a pass that clearly bounced off the turf. Uh, there is no instant yeah. replay at this time, so it's just kind of ref's word. And the only ref, shit call. The only ref that saw it was the black ref. So ooh, and they kind of played that off. Um, was it really? I didn't think it was played as a racial thing there. I think it was. Oh, okay. They, they, they snuck in like very subtly. Just the little bit of, of racism going on at this time. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't read the book or watch the documentary or any of that shit. This is all I've seen on this. So, 
Sure. And they didn't really play it off too much to where I noticed anyways. Okay. But yeah, very next play, Carter scores. So they're up 34-14 now, and things aren't looking good. Until Comer returns the kick for a touchdown. Mojo's yeah. right back in at 34-21. I, I loved that scene. I love that camera shot as he's running down the sideline. Like, they put the camera behind the player's feet on the sideline at fucking field level and just, you know, rolling shot. Yeah. And it's like he's you see him behind the player's legs. I don't know. It's just a really cool shot to me. Hmm. So, um, yeah, next uh, next uh, Carter possession, Chavez picks it off and uh, things are looking up. They do a trick play. Donnie throws a touchdown to Mike quarterback. And now it's 34, 28. Holy shit. They might pull this off. They need to stop on defense, though. Come up to fourth down, fourth and inches, and fucking Mojo stuffs them. You're like, let's fucking go. <laughs> so Mike then leads a uh, you know drive with Comer and Don just running the ball. Super tough. Uh, Don dislocates his shoulder. I completely miss that. You missed, he goes out of the game, and they're on the bench. He's on the bench, and he gets it popped back in. And they send him oh, right back in. yeah. Okay. Yep. It's hard to tell what was montage and what wasn't. <laughs> they need they need a first down. The clock's ticking down. They're almost you know getting to there to get a touchdown, but it's fourth down. So they pop Don's shoulder back in, get him in there. Fucking booby booby, you know, tells him hold on to that ball, just grip it. They try and strip it out, grip it, you know. And you can kind of see a moment where like. Even though they fought earlier in the movie, like, yeah, we're brothers, you know. I'm in this yeah. for you. you know? Wisdom of the boob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they give the ball to Donnie. He just pounds through Carter's defense, gets the first down. Yeah, let's go. They're like two yards from a touchdown. Except there was a penalty. Holding. Holding. Yeah. Yep. So they march it back 10 yards. Literally everything you just said I had for notes after shit call. Catch up, close game, quick cuts, holding? Really? <laughs> uh so yeah, clock's running down. They don't have any timeouts. They gotta, you know, go. So Mike snaps the ball. This is the final play. He scrambles, kind of gets down to the end zone, tries to push for it. He has everybody push him from behind. Falls forward and he's a yard short. Yeah. And the clock runs out. And Carter Carter wins. wins! (laughs) Fuck yeah. And then this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's just I love the song behind this. The song is called Sanjo Dorado. Um this this is isn't by explosions in the sky. I can't remember the guy who does this, but uh, the song just captures everything so beautifully. Uh, it's somber, you know, as Carter celebrates in the background. Everybody just puts their head down and just kind of has to come to grips with just what what just happened. You know, you're literally a yard yep. short. Uh, Game over. They lose. Yep. That's it. Uh, the part that really gets me is when Donnie's dad comes down onto the field, gives him a hug, and puts his ring on Donnie's finger. 
like i wrote down a uh, dick dad not the worst <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah at that point that that point has me just bawling so it's literally the one good thing he did the entire fucking movie yeah well he did say he was going to get the car fixed he said it but he kicked it. the fucking windows out it doesn't matter if you're gonna get it fixed you yeah you should get them fixed because you fucking wrecked it you ass <laughs> it's not a good thing yep so yeah and that's kind of how their season ends we cut then to uh booby bringing home a christmas tree um coach Gaines is getting started for next year he's uh putting up the seniors on his new board and he's taking uh, down the old ones yep taking down the old ones this is where we kind of learn as he takes down everybody's name we kind of learn what what eventually happened to the real guys um won't go into too much detail about that i, I wrote a little thing for uh this whole scene okay <laughs> everybody on the team went on to do things nothing special just things <laughs> best years of their lives forever lost Gaines, however, led the next team to undefeated championship. Yep. The end. <laughs> yep. Yep. The next season, Comer was the featured player, and they went undefeated and won the championship. So yeah, it's just sad to see like, like oh god, it's like their lives ended the way you know the kids in hardball lives ended. <laughs> it's like they just went on to do shit, blue collar bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and everything that was important is forever gone. Yeah. There's a, there's a, on the DVD, there's a documentary, a small, like, 20 minute documentary about the real guys and it shows them what they want to do. Donnie went on to sell insurance. Uh, Mike yeah. was a land surveyor. He played one year of college football. Uh, Booby played in junior college um, and he has, he raises a couple kids now. Yeah. They have just lived basic <laughs> lives. <laughs> it's just, just, yeah, all that fuss for fucking literally nothing. Yep. And uh, the final scene is uh, the guys leaving the stadium for the final time. They just kind of reminisce quickly. Um, and Mike sees some kids playing in the distance, and he kind of hucks up a football to them, kind of like passing the torch to the next <laughs> next batch turns around and he's got a big old smile and like at that moment i finally like feel like all the pressure and everything that was weighing on him all year is just kind of gone and no yeah i can see that yep so yeah that's uh that's how it ends friday night yeah. lights <laughs> you look like you got something to say <laughs> i mean uh, i'm just waiting to give my review right. go for it man this movie wasn't as good or as bad as I thought it was going to be. Okay. I had mixed opinions going in because I knew nothing about it really, except for the synopsis that I read right before I watched it. <laughs> and this, it, it's so quick cut together. And it's so full of montages that half the time, I mean, you were doing a lot of descriptive talking about it mm -hmm. when you're talking about the games and stuff, but if you're not a huge football fan and you're just trying to watch a movie, you're not going to, it's, it's just, Hey, this is a music video. Sure. That's what you're looking at. You know, yeah. it, it left me feeling depressed. Yeah. <laughs> like the sound wasn't horrible, but the soundtrack really didn't connect for me. I didn't, 
I didn't find myself, you know, stepping out of the movie and being like, wow, I like the song. I'm going to look it up or, you know, anything like that, which is fine. There's a lot of movies that I love that don't have a spectacular soundtrack. But in the long run and in the end, this just had no real connect for me. I mean, this isn't, you give me Mighty Ducks. I, I, I'll fucking watch that. I'll feel that. I mean, it's a sports <laughs> movie I can get into. It's got a lot more comedy and fucking, you know, it's not a bunch of quick cuts. It's not a bunch of montages. It's, you know, sure. more fleshed out, if you ask me. Sure. And, you know, honestly, I didn't mind this movie. I didn't hate it at all. Okay. I, I don't see myself going back and watching it, but where I ended up landing on is a 6 out of 10. Because I I I think people should watch it. It's it's a decent sports flick. If you like sports movies, mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. And but you know, for someone like me, I enjoyed pieces of it. But like like in the end, you know, like I said, I just kind of left feeling kind of depressed and like it's like did I just watch like a football themed music video for two hours? <laughs> you know, yeah. But 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 the one point i'll give it a hundred percent it had boobies <laughs> lots of the word boobies it had boobies <laughs> that's what knocked it from a five to a six man okay all right so i i expected i won't say i expected you to give it that i'm honestly a little surprised you went a little a little over five i i wanted to see how you would react to a football movie knowing that you know you're not the biggest sports fan in the world so um wanted to see what you'd think of one and this just happens to be my favorite so there's I mean okay you give me varsity blues I fucking love varsity blues I watched that movie like 10 times sure this just didn't have you know the same like feel for me okay. I didn't I I I don't think I like saw what you saw you know that's fair. I wasn't I, able to read into it as much as you know. And I, I totally get that. You you don't have the love and appreciation for football that I do, and I'm not holding that against you one bit. You know, not everybody will feel the way I do about this movie. Um, I love football. I love this movie. This no brainer. This is a ten out of ten for me. If you've listened to the, the episode I did on. Uh, Pick ten podcast where you counted on top ten movies. I believe this is number five. I, I one of the reasons I love this is because this is not your traditional sports movie. This is not your traditional, you know, team coming together, ragtag group of you know uh, nobodies that shouldn't be here wins everything. This isn't this isn't a happy ending. This I mean there might yeah. be a little bit of joy in there, but this isn't a happy ending, and it's true. Um. I'll get into that here in a, more in a minute about this being a true story. Most of this is true. I mean, parts were drama, dramatized for the movie, but most everything that happens in this movie is true. Um, the score goes along so well with it to capture that, you know, somberness, the the dreariness, the just kind of blaseness of West Texas. And here's the one thing that everybody loves, and it's this football team. Um, I think the football sequences in this movie are outstanding. Uh, very well shot, very well choreographed. Uh, you can, you really can tell what's going on 
even though they are montage, like like you said, if you don't know much about football, you probably won't understand what's going on. But if for someone who does, you can kind of follow along very, very well. No, hold on. I mean, it's not that they were montage. It's it's the way for me. It was the way they did it. It was the really quick cuts, mm-hmm. a lot of close up shots of stuff you're gonna, you know, you know, you see someone getting hit close up. You don't know where that's going, you know. As as opposed to other football movies, I think this was shot a lot better than most other ones. Like I go back and I think of like any given Sunday or um, even scenes in Remember the Titans. Um, they just they try to get the camera too close into the action, and that's where you get lost. Whereas here, they do a lot of shots from the stands. They do shots from the sidelines, you know, or, you know, a higher point of view, so you can actually kind of tell what's happening. There are there are the shots of right in there on the action, but I just think they were this was shot the football sequences were shot fantastically. You know what movie was perfect for me? Hmm. Waterboy. <laughs> that is a damn good movie. I was just saying, <laughs> yep. damn good movie. Um, I do think that Derek Luke gives a great performance as Booby. Especially the scenes where, you know, he breaks down and has to, and the, the scene where he gets his MRI results and the scene where he breaks down, great performances, as well as Lucas Black, the guy who played Mike Winchell, who, uh, do you remember him from F9? Oh, God. He's he's Tokyo Drift guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he gave a great performance as Mike. So, um, as Tim McGraw did a good job being a dick too so no i just think he uh he lucas did a great performance billy bob's performance was fairly well too as well was tim mcgraw's great supporting roles um i i can't recommend this enough if you haven't seen it go out and check it out uh, it's a 10 out of 10 for me 10 out of 10 boobies <laughs> we'll give it 10 <laughs> out of 10 boobies <laughs> i'll give it a solid six all right as for the critics uh, sorry, IMDb gives it a 7.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, Gavin, this might surprise you. Certified Fresh got an 82% tomato meter and an 85% audience score. So it's pretty well liked. Oh, nice. So, yeah, as far as trivia goes, I'm kind of going to take a different approach to this. I want to talk about like some of the truths behind this story, things that actually happened. So this was true. Booby did get hurt during this season. So that was not fake well, at all. I fucking hope so. It's like the whole movie's linchpin on that if he didn't get hurt. Right. <laughs> what, see, this that's why I like this. If you go back and look at Remember the Titans, um, if you've ever seen that movie, their star linebacker gets a, in a car accident and gets paralyzed before the championship game. He actually got in the car accident after the championship game. So they changed that oh. for the movie. So in this instance, he really did hurt his knee. There was a goof in the in a few scenes. You can see some of the players wearing Under Armour gear. Under Armour was not around in 1988. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, I was like, wait a minute, Under Armour is like a well-known athletic wear. The main thing that was changed, though, is uh, Odessa Permian, Mojo, playing. They did play Carter in the playoffs. They did not play them for the championship. They were, they were both from West Texas, so they wouldn't they wouldn't be on opposite sides of the playoff bracket. So they did meet. Yeah. They met in the semifinals. Um, 
and it wasn't this high scoring game like the movie, but it was a very close game. The game ended 14 to nine with Dallas, Jesus. with Dallas Carter winning. Uh, Permian led most of the game nine to seven. Um, and Mike Winchell did lead a furious final comeback. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't end with a one at the one yard line. He ended with an incomplete pass. So <laughs> that was kind of somewhat true. They also didn't play at the Astrodome. Well, of course not. Uh, they played, I believe, at, in College Station, Texas, which is Texas A&M University. Um, and it was a rainy fucking game. Sorry, University of Texas at Austin. So, oh, UT not asked mouth. Just Austin. So, um, 55,000 is the uh, capacity for the Astrodome. So that's, yeah. that is small compared to... Oh, yeah, that's compared to nowadays. We can fit like 100K people. So, and then the other thing I want to get get to for as far as trivia, I mentioned I would talk more about Dallas Carter. So, not only did Permian get a movie made about them, I this movie, Dallas Carter actually got a documentary made about them regarding this team. They had a lot of controversy. Didn't we see that when we were looking at movies one day? We might have the thirty for thirties. No, it wasn't a thirty for thirty. It was like a DVD. At Mega Media Exchange. <laughs> of what? Of the fucking team from Carter. That's what you had told me anyways. Maybe. Yeah, it was it was the 30 for 30s. Was it, it a 30 it was, for 30? Yeah, it was the solo film. The, the, the solo film was okay. called the solo film was called What Carter Lost. So um as far as, shit, they lost. <laughs> as far as their, their title this year, they almost didn't make it to the championship game because they had a court battle going on about the uh, what what you want to call it the uh, eligibility of one of their players. So they were in bat they were in court basically saying this player should be able to play. The courts were like, no, he can't. So they almost didn't even get to play in the playoffs. Yeah, that's um, fucked up. So six players from that team were eventually sent to jail following a series of arrests for armed robbery. Horrible. Um, 21 players off that Carter team were offered college scholarships. That's basically a third of their team went on to play some sort of college football. So that's how good this team was. Yeah. Um, And three players from this team ended up playing in the NFL. Lachey Mastin, Clifton Abraham, and Jesse Armstead. Jesse Armstead was actually a really good linebacker. But unfortunately, this 1988 championship no longer resides belongs to Carter. They were stripped of this title. Why? Were they doing steroids? Um, let me see. It it ha- more had to do with eligibility of some of the players. Oh, so it was all about the court bullshit. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So they were they were stripped and given to the team that they beat in the final. I thought I had it in this story. God damn it. I thought I had more in the story. But yeah, basically there was a, a good story behind both of these teams. So if you if you want to go no. learn more about Dallas Carter, I won't go into too much detail about it. But yeah, go check out the 30 for 30 documentary. It's called What What Carter Lost. It's actually really good. So um, but that's what I'm gonna do for trivia today. So no, yeah, that works. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I think no. we should wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> um tits. I was just waiting for you to just keep saying more and more slang terms for boobs. 
<laughs> and knockers. No, knockers. And cannons. Gazongas. <laughs> <laughs> Sweater puppies. Mommy oh, milkers. <laughs> yeah. I do laugh every time I watch this one. I hear Boogie. Yeah. It, I don't. Funny. I don't think I couldn't. Yeah. I created. I, tried. I created him in a in a video game once. I made a I made a team of all players from sports movies. And oh, he was, nice. He was my he was my running back. Yeah, yeah I'm like uh, Madden 20K10. I uh, made a uh, Tits McGee too. <laughs> Ooh, now there's an argument. Who's better, Tits McGee or Booby Miles? <laughs> <laughs> it's all the way, man. It's all the way. So yeah. Oh, that was one other piece of trivia I want to talk about. The real Booby Miles is in this movie. You see him several times. There's a scene. The the main scene that you you'll see him is that speech at the end. That or not at the end. The locker room speech Billy Bob Thornton's giving, and when he, he says, "I want you to." think about booby miles and they cut over to booby there's a coach standing right next to him that's the real booby miles well i'm sure he had nothing going on since after that fucking season he didn't do shit (laughs) he played junior college and he's raising twins okay (laughs) so i was on the wrestling team and i'm a security guard (laughs) i haven't done shit either So yeah, for anybody who goes and watches this movie, that keep an eye out for the real Booby Miles in this film. So, and the real Mike Winchell. If you go back, if you ever, if you want to, Gavin, there's the small fifteen minute behind the scenes thing. You'll get to see the real Mike Winchell, the real Brian Chavez, the real Don Billingsley, and the real um, Booby Miles. Mike Winchell looks just like fucking lucas black like it's just how just how you'd fucking expect him to look <laughs> oh, that's creepy yeah <laughs> so, i might go back and look that up but yeah uh, before you go do all that you should head over to social media and give us a like over on instagram uh nice. mfab, mfab underscore podcast head on over to tiktok uh mfab underscore pod i gotta get back on that uh moving yeah here you in do a few days. I, i'm moving here in a few days i've been packing i don't care shit, so <laughs> I will make more, I promise. Um, or shoot us an email if you got any recommendations or uh, or pitches for movies. Give us one. Mfabpodcast at gmail.com. So hit us up. And when you're doing that, you know, on that podcast app that you love so much that you listen to our sultry voices in your ear holes, take the time to hit that five-star review. You know, let us know that you're out there and that you care. And we see our numbers rising and we're just so happy, but we really wish you would make more contact because yeah. we want, we want a community of people who are interested in this type of stuff about boobies and, you know, yeah. Talk to us yeah. about boobies. We'll talk back with you. Yeah. As much as I love discussing film with Gavin, I love to discuss it with the masses too. So, Yeah. So hit us up with those five-star reviews and leave a comment. You know, it really pushes us up the chart, gets us seen with more people, and we appreciate you. Very much. Very, very appreciative. We love you. Yes. As for this episode, this is going to be a wrap. It's been fun. I'm so glad we finally got to do this movie, and I look forward to what Gavin picks for next week. Oh, I'm not picking next week, Aaron. You're not? No. Oh. Because remember, we have a contest out there. 
so do. head on over to our instagram and please well you should really bump this post Aaron. yeah bump it up i will yeah. it's called you picked and flick yeah give us a vote on which one of the three movies we have out there i believe they are john carpenter's the thing yep. uh night of the demons one yep and battlefield earth yes. battlefield earth yes give us uh give us your input and whoever wins that vote will be doing that movie awesome can't fucking wait i also can't wait to finish my dinner so we will see you next Me time too. thanks for listening i'm aaron and i'm gavin have a good one Peace. or i can just cut together some bullshit yeah cut together some bullshit Okay. I can be like goblin, goblin down my food. <laughs> <laughs>